Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse the Planet is here. Thank you for tuning in. Happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful mothers out there. My mom's in heaven. Excuse me. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Praise the Lord, because she's still my mother there as well as when she was here. This is part two of the message that we preached last week called Expansion, the Breath of Christianity. Do you want an expanded life? Listen, an expanded life is a blessed life. It always brings conviction and passion because you believe in what God says. Oh, I'm starting to preach already. My Lord, we're just starting out here. So this is part two of the expansion, the breadth of Christianity. Take some notes. You're going to need this this week so you can grow to the fullness of the stature of Christ. An expanded life will always bring an intensity of conviction and passion. An expanded life will always bring an intensity of conviction and passion. Conviction don't make you feel bad. It opens your eyes to the truth. Passion will move someone. If you're passionate about something, you know, the reason why that Branson guy wanted to go into uh, a space, you know, he built up with the guy, the guy that owns the Virgin Airlines, Richard Branson, I think that's his name, I think. Why? Passion. Intense. That's why, I mean, my God, Elon Musk, you know, give him credit. Uh, these, these, these guys, these, these multi-billionaires, and they got all the yachts they want and cars they want and planes they want, but that's not satisfying. They want to go where no man has gone before. They saw Star Trek. <laughs> they saw Star Wars. I want to go there. I want to do that. Don't tell me I can't preach to the world. Don't tell me I can't get the world saved. Just to the planets, I'm going to say it again. Just to the planets and cover the church if you're a part of it. We will never tell you you can't do something. We will tell you you can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth you. And we want no credit for it. We just want you to receive it. So don't criticize me if I'm a blessed man. Why? Because I'm working. And it's the fruit of my labor. Let me say it again. An expanded life will always bring an intensity of conviction and passion. You know why me and Kathy are still together after 51 years of ministry and marriage? Well, not, not ministry, but uh, marriage. Intensity. Passion. Now, don't go flying off and you mean, you mean, no, more than just sex. Passion. We have a job to do, a vision to fulfill. And sometimes I'm slower than her. And sometimes I'm faster than her. So when I'm slow, she's fast. When she's slow, I'm fast. So if I slow down, she jerks me. If she slows down, I jerk her. Why? Passion. Got to do this thing. I mean, my, I'll be honest with you, when the COVID hit, I mean, I wasn't glad, but I thought, praise God, I don't have to travel. I don't have to preach. And here come Kathy. Oh, God. You know, you need to do it. Passion. We didn't shut this place down. We did what the civil authorities asked us to do, but we kept preaching like going like crazy. Why? Because God was developing a covenant church following a Jesse the Planet's ministry following on YouTube and what they call that Instagram. What's the other one now? Uh, Facebook and all that kind of different stuff and Twitter and, uh, and all kinds of things. 
To do what? To touch the world. Not to make people think I'm some big preacher. I'm five foot seven. What are you laughing for? <laughs> Believe in God to be taller, praise God. <laughs> see, you can't see it, but I can't. Mm -mm. Even if I got to put lifts in my shoes, <laughs> I don't have any, but I mean, I, I ain't gonna lie, I thought about it. One time I was preaching in one of the Believers Convention, and I am taller than Jerry Savelle, which drives him nuts, and I'm excited about it. Not much, maybe a quarter of an inch. But that crazy Jerry one time, I didn't, I, he went by some of them, I call them Herman Munster shoes. Do y'all remember the Munsters? I used to love that guy, Fred Gwynn, great actor, but you know, but, and them shoes were, you know, I, well, women wear them platform, you know. My God, I mean, you know, I know I'm taller than Mary, but she always comes walking in there with them big, with them spikes, you know what I'm saying? Lord Jesus. Well, watch it. He put on a pair of shoes, and I guess he bought a pair of long slacks, you know, you know, to cover. So he come walking out there, and he said, oh, it was his time to preach. I said, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, he's just going, what? <laughs> what? I said, there is deception in this believer's conviction. <laughs> Look down. And if I wanted to push him, but he'd hurt himself, he had to fall down far. <laughs> it was really a fun. I've never forgot. It was hilarious. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> All right. Let me say it again. An expanded life will always bring an intensity of conviction and passion. Now write this down. We must have divine ideal and infinite thoughts. That's what Jesus had when he was picking this, this staff. We must have divine, so that comes from God, ideal and infinite thoughts. Why? So we can establish living truths in the hearts of people. I'm going to go over that slowly because that's a very important statement. We must have divine. See, you, you get this from God, no one else. We must have divine, ideal, and infinite thoughts so we can establish living truths, not dead truths, living truths in the heart of people. See, the, problem, the reason why Jesus was irritated with Pharisees and Sadducees, they had established dead truths. But living means it's creating, it's growing. Let me say it again. We must have divine, ideal, and infinite thoughts so we can establish living truths in the hearts of people. That's why he don't want you conformed to the world. He wants you transformed by the renewing of your mind. You see what I'm saying? Now, let me show you. And I, uh, me and uh, John Wilcox, one of my spiritual sons, he's a blessing. Uh, I really like John because he's a lot like me. I mean, I may be his father. You never know. You know? <laughs> I'm a lot older than he is, but he's a working machine. So am I. So I understand that. But there was times I've had the Lord tell me this. Now, John Jr. is going to love what I'm about ready to say. I mean, I'm going to say, I'm ready to go. Lord, what do you have me to do? He says, uh, get out of here. I said, what? He said, get out of here. Go, get on your motorcycle. Go do something. Rest your mind. Because what I'm about ready to tell you, your mind can't handle it. You need to be totally rested. 
I didn't like that, John. I'm not going to lie, because I'm ready to go, Jesus. I mean, ain't no grass growing in my feet, son. Let's go. Move, move. And I realized, so I just got out there. He said, I'll go riding with you if you like. And I got on that motorcycle, and man, I was so excited. And I started, I mean, I started cranking it down. The Lord said, not too fast, not too fast. There's a cop around the corner, not too fast. Now, you don't believe that, but that's true. Boy, I slowed down. I saw that cop. He looked at me like that and went, And the Lord said, don't get cocky. Don't get cocky. I said, he said, I'm trying to help you here. You see, because see, you can get so busy that people are not going to understand the divine truths that God has placed in your life. Whether they be spiritual, whether they be physical, whether they be financial. Let me say it again. We must have divine, ideal, and infinite thoughts so we can establish living truths in the hearts of people. Now, if they don't get it right away, don't get mad at them. Just let it, let it cook. Let it simmer. I love it when Kathy cooks, because she, she don't cook all at all, but she can. But usually, man, when she makes a gumbo, I mean, the whole house knows it. You can smell it in every room. And I got a big house, buddy. But she says, but she, and, and the secret to a, a good gumbo is the root. And, and, and she'll do all that stuff, and she, but she'll let that simmer. And watch this. This sounds crazy. It tastes better after it's been frozen. Yes. Stick it in the freezer. Oh, I did a thought out. You go, good God. What happened? The truths came together. And sometimes you thought, well, that gumbo is not as good as it normally is because you ate it too fast. You didn't let it simmer. You didn't let it cook. You see what I'm saying? To the point that it should be. Let me say it again. We must have divine ideal, and infinite thoughts. I love that. I just wrote this a while ago. I wrote this in 15 minutes. So we can establish living truths in the hearts of people. Now, once that established, people are going to look at you in a different manner. They're going to see you as a person of authority. But you can't have authority unless you've been under authority. Because you don't know what authority is about. Which brings me to that next point. Your authority is impossible apart from your association and, watch this, your association with Christ. Let me say it again. Your authority is impossible apart from your association with Christ. Why? Hearers know the voice of authority. And how does faith come by? Hearing. Uh, and hearing by? Okay, let me say it again. Your authority is impossible apart from your association with Christ. And the reason why that is, hearers know the voice of authority. Because they realize, well, I can prove that they can be lost as a goose in the fog. And uh, after the disciples went out, after Jesus rose from the dead, the, uh, the, those judges and those Pharisees they said, uh, watch these guys. They've been with Jesus. They speak as one with authority. See, so you can make a heathen hear you. You see what I'm saying? As well as a Christian. And let me tell you something. It's harder to make a Christian hear you than a heathen. I hate to say that, but that's the truth. 
because you'll tell them what God said. Now, come on, get real. I am real. See, they determined that you can't do that because they can't. But God didn't tell them to do that. He told you to do that because you can. Never let the can'ts tell you what you can do. Mm. Your authority is impossible apart from your association with Christ. Hearers know the voice of authority. See, this is expansion, the breath of Christianity. This is put, Jesus is putting all this in his disciples. You notice they didn't go to the Hebrew university to get them boys. And there's nothing wrong with education. I believe in that. But he saw something in them. Now he had to mold them. They were fisher of men, not keepers of aquariums. Ooh. Notice most of them were business people. And if you really think about it, the people he chose, their uh, area of uh, uh, expertise or living was all confounded most around the Sea of Galilee. And they might go to Jerusalem once a year. So they didn't know much about the world. Oh, but they were going to the world. Because Jesus always said, go to Judea and Samaria. Jerusalem, Judea, and the uttermost parts of the world. You got to understand, they went past hardly the Sea of Galilee. That's where they worked. And they'd go to Jerusalem once a year. That was about it. Boy, but you find them after they expanded India, establishing all over the world these, quote, uneducated men and women. Mm. And their authority was powerful. See, that was my problem when God called me to preach. I've been all over the world. I said, but I, 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 I'm not qualified because I thought you had to be homiletical, hermeneutical, philosophical, and theological. He said, you do have a PhD, Jesse. I said, uh, no, I don't. He said, yes, you do. He said, do you know what a PhD means? And I gave him the definition. He said, that's wrong. PhD means past having doubts. Oh, that's why I wrote my book. I never learned to doubt. John, I don't know nothing about doubt. He said, now, go to the world. He told me the same thing. You can go to Judea and Jerusalem and Samaria, but the uttermost parts of the world are yours. Go. Go ye. I've been looking for the city of ye for 45 years. <laughs> your authority is impossible apart from your association with Christ. Here is no the voice of authority. Am I talking slow enough for your points? All right. I'll go over it at the end. Write this down. An expanded life speaks more of well, I'm going to just put it in my way of saying it. An expanded life speaks more of our responsibilities and opportunities than our rights and privileges. People all want to know about their rights and privileges. Now, if you understand the gospel, you'll understand an expanded life speaks more of our responsibilities and opportunities than our rights and privileges. You know, I'm an American. I know my rights. 
but I'm more interested in my responsibilities and my opportunities. What is my responsibility? To go in the world, preach the gospel to every creature. What is my responsibility as a Christian? To let my light so shine that they may see me in you. What is my responsibility as a giver? To always give in the good ground. Not just giving to give, but to give in the good ground so that the harvest can come forth. That's responsibility. How about opportunity? When God sends a boat to you, get in it. Or if he sends someone that you feel that the Lord wants you to bless, bless. Or if you see somebody offended or you see somebody hurt, help them. How do I do that? Watch. Smile. Sometimes a smile is greater than a hundred dollar bill. And if you're an owner of a company or you work people, it's good to kind of pat somebody on the back once in a while. Instead of always giving command. Nothing wrong with commands. But every once in a while saying, hey, you're doing a good job. That was good. I appreciate that. That blesses people. And that's, that's why I bless waiters and waitresses, especially those that do a good job. I said, thank you. They just kind of look at me. What? And I said, thank you. I, you, you were exceptional. You made my dining experience such a pleasure. I said, who cooked this food? She said, well, we have a chef. I said, may I speak to him, him or her? And I've had him come back. I said, you did such a marvelous job. Can I be a blessing to you? They go, huh? <laughs> and I just blessed them too. I tell you, one time I was, you know where Rotolo's is? Right up at the front of the, uh, when you're coming into Armand, it's a little pizza place. Uh, we had brought a bunch of people that one of them nights or something. I don't know, we must have had 15 people, I guess, with us. Uh, I don't know what we were doing. And I said, I'll buy everybody pizza and, you know, whatever. And this Catholic, the anointing of giving come on her. So I gave the, the there was two waiters. I gave them each a hundred bucks a beat. And she says, Jesse, there's more people that work in here than that. So she told the two wait, wait, the waitresses, waiter in the way, go in the kitchen, count everybody, tell them to come out. They all came out. There was about seven or eight of them. She said, Jesse, give them a hundred dollars a piece. I want to say, why don't you open up that Louis Vuitton purse of yours and give them $100? But I mean, she just like, but she was right. Because you see, they've done as much work as the waiter and the waitress that served it because somebody was cooking, putting it all together. Oh, you, you ought to seen that. It was so shocked. Why? They've never seen expansion. You know, I certainly enjoyed blessing those wonderful people. Catherine, I always look for opportunities to be a blessing. And it may not be financial, it could be physically, it could be, be spiritual. Why? Expansion. So people open up their eyes to see what they can receive. That's why I say in expanded life, it's more about responsibilities and opportunities than rights and privileges. In other words, it's my responsibility to look for an opportunity to be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. That's what all Christians should do. Not only for yourselves, for people that you meet also. That's what it's all about. Do you ever think about how the disciples were able to expand Christianity the way they did? Well, what caused that? Their association with Christ gave them great authority. See, they were not just hearers anymore. They were doers of the word. And let me tell you something. You need to know the voice of God. And Jesus says, my sheep know my voice and a stranger they will not follow. I want to pray for you right now. Can I do that? Father, touch every individual watching today. Bless them. 
from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet with divine healing, divine health, and divine life. Lord, I thank you for expanding their lives spiritually, physically, and financially in every which way, shape, and form. Jesus' name, amen and amen. I believe God's healing people right now. Oh, yeah, I, I, I sense it in my spirit. My Lord, you can get out of that chair if you want to. My Lord, you've been having that sciatica and you've been, oh, you just can't hardly move. I rebuke it in Jesus' name. I come against cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, crippling arthritis, infectious disorder of any kind. I bind it. And I don't take no for an answer and neither should you. Bible said if two of us agree, you're one, I'm two. Now let's expand. Let's get not just healed, let's walk in divine health. Let's don't just stay there. Let's walk in divine life. I'm starting to preach here, but the anointing of God's coming here and it's coming out into where you are. Thank you for receiving it because it's going to be a good day for you. You certainly deserve it. Kathy's coming right now with some great, what we call glorious moments, testimonies from people like you. Oh, I believe some of you are going to write in because you just got healed. You just got saved and you're about to be ready to get a financial blessing and blow your socks off. And then you'll write in and say, this is what happened when Brother Jesse was praying. Kathy, take it away. Bless people. Bless God. Bless me with these glorious moments. I like the title of that. Watch this and be blessed. Happy Mother's Day and welcome to Glorious Moments. I want to glorify God with three great testimonies today. The first one is from West Virginia. Your ministry showed my son that it's okay to be rich. He soon will be the owner of a $12 million company. Your messages gave him the courage to go forward and believe for his dream. Thank you is such a menial word. However, it's the best I have. That is so awesome. You know, it's so important to glorify God with your testimony. I believe someone has been inspired to go forward with their dream today. Now, this next powerful testimony came to us from North Carolina. Since I have been listening to you for the past year, the anointing of increase has come on my life and my business has exploded. But more importantly, I have grown stronger in the Lord. Thank you, Jesse and Kathy. Glory to God. You know, we're so thankful to God for so many testimonies of explosive increase. I have one more to encourage you today. And this next one is from Texas. It says, thank you for your prayers over us. God has answered so many prayers. Our commercial property has sold. We have so much seed to sow. We are debt free and really enjoying God's goodness to us. Man, are we excited. We've been able to close on a beautiful gentleman's ranch. God answers my prayers before I'm even through speaking them. Isaiah 65:24. Hallelujah. What an awesome God we serve. Amen. You know, I believe that today's program is helping you to realize that our wonderful God wants you blessed. Proverbs 3, verse 9 and 10 says, the Passion Translation says, Glory God, glorify God with all your wealth, honoring Him with your very best, with every increase that comes to you. Then every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings from an uncontainable source of inner joy. That's a great promise. When you honor God with your increase, you can expect every dimension of your life to overflow with blessings. So do that today. Glorify God with your life and happy Mother's Day. 
I really believe we're going to get some great glorious moment testimonies because people are being touched by the power of who Jesus Christ is. It could not happen without our faithful financial partners who help us preach this gospel. You know, we do so much for the Lord, and I'm not bragging about that. And, you know, we don't tell many people about how we help and do these different things. We bring great relief to a lot of people, spiritually, physically, and financially. That's what God says for us to do. And partners, I couldn't do it without you. I'm receiving partners into our ministry. And what it is, it says, when you faithfully support this ministry, I ask the Lord for this anointing increase that's on me because everything I touch prospers. I don't mean that arrogantly. It just does. Don't get mad at me. It's not my fault. I just remember the Lord thy God, and it's he that gives me that power to sustain and get well, to be a blessing. Partner, I want you in a hundredfold mood receiving as you sow your seed today. Father, I decree and declare it right now in the name of Jesus because people need help. Things are high, inflation and all that kind of stuff. But Lord, you're the God of more than enough. And I call it done in Jesus' name. And it starts with the seed. Be a partner and watch God do a financial expansion on you. He will bless you. Yeah, if you just believe it. Also, we're offering my message a call to work for your May partnership. That's pretty good, isn't it? I like the title of that, A Call to Work. You know, Jesus doesn't want sneaking followers. He wants courage, simplicity, holiness, and emphasis. And I'm telling you, he does, and he gets it. He gets that emphasis. I'm telling you, it's there. How do I get it, Brother Jesse? Go to JDM.org for the ordering information. I just feel the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, people are becoming important. God's going to bless you. He has to. You know why? Because he's blessed me. Why would he bless me and not bless you? He don't love me anymore and he loves you. And I don't have any more faith than you do. Some people say that. I might have a little more obedience, maybe, but I made up my mind to be a blessing. Also, me and Kathy are partners to this ministry. Well, you're giving to yourself. No, I'm not. No, Jesse DePlanis ministry is a total different entity than Jesse and Kathy DePlanis personally. Thank you for sharing with us your faithful financial support. We pray for people and send it all over the world, all over, all kind of relief, everything you can think of. That's what we do. Thank you for sharing and caring. Until next week, this is Jesse the Plant saying we love you. We see you soon. Be blessed and expand. I believe that God has placed within each one of us a deep desire to live a better life. Whether it's a life free from pain, fear, or lack of any kind, God wants to bring that to pass for you. In my book, You Are Designed for Glorious Living, you'll discover how to achieve the better life God has for you. You know, long before you took your first breath, God had designs on you for glorious living. You are designed for glorious living. Available at JDM.org. So what's next, ladies and gentlemen? So much more. You got to keep your vision moving. You got to keep your faith growing. Don't compromise and don't settle. You're just getting started. Jesse Duplantis' 2022 Visionary Conference, July 14th and 15th at JDM International Headquarters, 1973 Armand Boulevard in Destrehan, Louisiana. Admission is free. Go to JDM.org and register today because God wants to take your vision to a new level. Life is better when you never learn to doubt. In his new book, Jesse will show you how to shut doubt down. You can have more joy, more success, and full peace. I Never Learned to Doubt, now available at JDM.org. Do you know we are part of God's plan? And he said that we would do the work that Jesus did and greater. 
He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. 2022 is the year for you to possess all that God has promised you. Raise your expectation. God has given you the ability to produce. Let's go do the work. I have been called. I have been sent to you. That's why I'm not looking for a vacation spot on the beach. I'm looking to open blind eyes, spiritually, physically, financially.